That's Bonnie Montgomery from her new album, River. We tracked down Bonnie in Fayetteville, Arkansas, just after Thanksgiving, where she tells us about recording River in a sod farm outside of Houston and the reaction from fans now that River is finally released. Yeah, I think the the reaction's been great. We went down to Texas and did some shows down there, and everybody was super receptive and sold a lot of records. And uh, then we had like a homecoming show um, in central Arkansas, where I'm kind of from. And we did a two-night stand there and just sold it out both nights and had a big time. So, yeah, I think reception's been good. Yeah. Yay. Okay, yeah, let's yeah. get let's get down to the nitty gritty of this River album. So, um, my understanding is it's not a post COVID album. You actually recorded it during COVID. Um, I, that's I'm just going by what I've been reading. So, I, correct me if I'm wrong. Someplace in a sod farm outside of Houston. <laughs> yes, that's all correct. Okay, um, good. Yeah, yeah. So uh, we were we got started on it. You know, in the thick of it with the lockdown and everything. So, um, it was just me and my bandmate, Kevin, um, he built this studio and he's a great engineer too. And he multi-instrumentalist. So, you know, we were trying to be safe during the pandemic and not bring a bunch of people in one room. So, um, yeah, we just did it me and him because he would play the drums and bass and everything. We just layer it. And, um, yeah, so it was, yeah. We did it during that time. Mm-hmm. And, and so, so what is his, you've been working with, he, you say he's his band, your bandmate, but he's also your producer. So what kind of discussions did the two of you have about the sound that you were trying to achieve on this record? Well, we, <laughs> excuse me. Sure. <clears throat> we were listening to a lot of uh, really big, like 70s rock ballad kind of bands. Um, like REO Speedwagon? we actually actually his dad came over one day and said it sounded like aria speedwagon (laughs) i'm from i'm from the era so that's that's what i think of when i think of big rock ballads (laughs) yeah uh but you know we were really into like elton john honky chateau and bob Seeger and uh linda ronstadt's uh big albums And so, you know, we were just like, let's just do this all the way. Like, let's get the organ and the steel guitar, like full strings. And let's just, and I, I play piano, but I never played piano on any album I've cut or live. So that was a big change too, is that I got on the piano because he had a grand piano in the studio and yeah, we just uh, started going for it. Uh Just went for it. Did you have all the songs sorted before you went in and recorded or was it an ongoing process? Uh, it was ongoing. You know, we would try things and see how it, how it landed in the studio. We tried a lot of stuff that we were like, oh, let's move on. And then, then we landed on the ones that we eventually put on the record. So, yeah, it was a process. Are there, is there a lot of leftovers? Um, yeah, there's a couple of leftovers, actually. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I mean, it is yeah. Thanksgiving. We should be talking about leftovers. <laughs> <laughs> right. Uh, right. Well, the, the album opens with the title track with River. So tell me about the river because there's river in Arkansas. Is that what this is all about? Or you would explain. Mama says, don't climb that tree. 
2007 and he was just you know my best friend and he's like my guardian angel now and he was a wild free-spirited person um and never never played by the rules and always thought outside the box and right when he was a little boy they had a dairy farm uh near a place called like scott arkansas <laughs> y'all y'all might not have heard of it but <laughs> not yet, no what is you know <laughs> <laughs> it's near the arkansas river so you know right there the arkansas river is like a mile wide it's it's right really big and so he wanted to see the river really bad and he climbed a tree to see it when he was like six years old and he fell out of the tree. His mother had told him not to do that. Right. And he broke his arm in a way that uh, disfigured it for life, but it kept him from being drafted to Vietnam. And <laughs> yeah, and he would always tell me if I hadn't have fallen out of that tree, if I hadn't have wanted to see that river, you might not even be here because I might have right. been killed in the war. And so it was always kind of this story that would be retold over and over. And I think it really kind of captured his spirit, you know, rebellious and adventurous and yeah. nature oriented. So, um, yeah, that's what the song's about. It's a, it's like from the perspective of him as a little boy wanting cool. to see the Arkansas River. <laughs> and I see you made a video. Is What river did you shoot the video on? Uh, we were up in Fayetteville, Arkansas. So it was around a lake called Lake Sequoia and the white, the West Fork of the White River. So not the Arkansas River. It's way too okay. big. Yeah. To yeah. I, I had no idea it was like a, that big of a river. It's insane. Yeah. 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 And it's followed by Modern Day Cowgirl's Dream, which is, there's also a video for that. You're wearing gold boots instead of the white boots on the previous one. Uh, so that. <laughs> And there's a pretty cool jukebox in there. It looks like it's shot in some kind of little tavern or something. Where, whereabouts is that? I went down to Houston. We were putting on a show. After the loadout, standing in the road, in the road. Like a vision, all dressed in gold. Whitewater Tavern in Little Rock, um, and it's pretty much one of my favorite places in the whole world. Um, they have supported my music for over a decade and just let me come in and play. And it's sort of like the, you know, it's sort of the center of the music community there. Uh, you know, it's really small, but really big artists play there. And like I opened for Billy Joe Shaver three different times in that place. And uh, I'm also a classical composer. So, right. yes, <laughs> but we, we did my opera in that bar. Like, it's just, it's the most wonderful place. And it's got this like wood, wood shell, kind of like an acoustic shell that you play in, in the corner that I think acoustically is one of the coolest places I've ever played. So yeah. And the jukebox is killer. It's good. All righty. So, and, and I, you have a song that's kind of a tribute to Ray Price, if I'm not mistaken, I called, I was fine. So yeah. 
that's that's Ray Price is a long way from opera. So how do why <laughs> how does that all fit together? I was fine. I was fine until you came by. I was going about my business with a I love Ray Price, uh, Ray Price's voice. Uh, what a crooner, you know. And it was a big hit was for the good times, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And I grew up with that, with Ray Price's music, kind of being in the background uh, with all the other classic country that, like, my grandparents loved. And so, uh, when we got in the studio, Kevin was, you know, messing around with that riff at the very beginning, and we were like, "Oh my God, that sounds so much like Gonna Burn Some Bridges, the Ray Price song." Uh-huh. We're like, you know what? Let's just do it. Let's give Ray Price like a wink and a nod. And gotcha. And so, yeah, it was it was inspired by Ray Price. Sounds mm-hmm. like some pretty snazzy pedal steel playing on that track as well. Yeah. Big time, very snazzy, as you say. <laughs> <laughs> very snazzy. <laughs> um, now, I think I read that you did some kind of when you were in your twenties, you took a freight boat or something to china who does that what what's that all about is that true yeah that is true i you know i'm a little bit crazy i've always been crazy <laughs> i guess that's why they call me or whatever that wayland that wayland line is about being insane but uh you know i just i was very adventurous uh i had no fear either that or i was just really uh <laughs> Brave. Well, the song is called know. Half Drunk, so that might have had something. <laughs> half drunk, half stoned, and living alone in a land of 10,000 goodbyes. do it you can still take freight boats all over the world it's crazy you can stay in the officers quarters that are empty right and um that's what i did i got a job teaching english in china when i finished uh my 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 undergraduate program and yeah i didn't want to leave the surface of the earth so i took a freight boat it took 19 days to go from seattle to hong kong (laughs) so what did you think What did you think of China? What did they think of you when you got there? Oh, man, I had been to China before because my undergraduate uh, school had international programs. um, Right. And I took advantage of that because I love to travel. And so, yeah, I loved China. I loved my students. They loved me. Like, I felt a real connection with my Chinese friends. I feel like they were so, back then at least, you know, it was over 15 years now that I went over there, but there was just a simplicity to life there. You know, they, they, they just had a a simple way of enjoying the small things. And, um, I loved that. So I taught them, I taught them music too, though, because I wanted to, they had never heard Beethoven. They had never heard, 
the Beatles, you know, so I right. was supposed to be teaching English, but I would teach them music too. Cause uh, yeah, I had to. <laughs> gotcha. And speaking of Beethoven, I believe I'll know is your kind of <laughs> love song to Beethoven? Explain it, <laughs> if you will. <laughs> it's a very so poppy funny. song. It's, it's kind of different than the rest of it. nowhere it was kind of fell in my lap and um you know i have the during the pandemic you know went a little bit eccentric and <laughs> i was living on 12 acres by myself and just kind of talking to the animals and <laughs> writing a lot writing a lot and reading a lot and listening to a lot of music that inspires me so beethoven's like my favorite just like right. everybody and <laughs> I love his book that he has a book of his conversations and letters that is like my favorite book in the whole world. And uh, anyway, I just imagine like, hey, you know, what if what if I just wrote a love song to Beethoven? <laughs> and that's what it is. It's like kind of like, I'll know, even though you're not here, even though we're not in the same time realm, you know, I, we'll still know what's up. So <laughs> <laughs> Still know what's up. That's great. <laughs> and you also take a bit of a, a musical detour on Leon as well. There's some kind of, you made some kind of sitar out of a guitar. I think I I know, uh, that's Kevin. Um, right. And I realized I had gotten that wrong because now that we're playing it live, he's sitting at the pedal steel and all of a sudden it's like Robbie Shankar's over there. Right. I, was like, I was like, what? Wait, I thought we turned the guitar in, into the sitar because we tried to put foil on the pickups and do right. all this stuff. But it turned out on the record, he did end up just playing his pedal steel, but he like, customized the slide to where he uh i don't know he soldered it or something to where when he just changes that slide it it sounds as like it sounds like a sitar but that's definitely our progressive country cosmic country track <laughs> <laughs> and leon was your grandfather yeah uh, my grandfather on my dad's side was leon montgomery and he was a wild really tall cowboy hat wearing uh, a cattle cattle rancher and cattle right. auctioneer and drinker and singer. So <laughs> and drinker. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. Uh -huh. Yeah. So now that you got this record out of your system, what, what are you thinking about next? Oh man, I'm thinking about all kinds of stuff. Um, I am singing with the with the symphony here in Arkansas right. in the spring, and I'm really excited about that. Um, I'm friends with the main conductor, and uh, you know, because I have the classical background, I'm just yep. gonna I'm gonna convert the song to orchestra. So 
I've been working on that score, like taking one of the songs and making it for orchestra, full orchestra, which is amazing. And um, yeah, I've just got a lot of other, we're going to be touring the record some more and playing shows and um, yeah, just uh, keeping on moving, keeping it moving. (laughs) All right. Very good. It sounds like you're having fun. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, we are. I make sure we do because, you know, we're in the fun business. Uh, There you go. If we're not having fun, then what's the point? So I agree. All right. Have you ever been down to this part of the world? You've been to China have, several times, so I thought I maybe... I have not been to New Zealand, but okay. <laughs> I have been to Australia. Um, close, but no cigar. Close. I know. <laughs> right. No cigar. <laughs> I do want to go really bad, though. Wow. All right. Well, there's something to aspire to. <laughs> yes. Oh, very yeah. Good. I love that. Okay. Very good. Well, I'll let you go now because you probably got to have, have a turkey sandwich or something. Uh, <laughs> I know, what, I know yeah. how the... Post Thanksgiving deal works. <laughs> yeah, or go work out. That's yeah, no, that, what I need to do. <laughs> I never did that. <laughs> My mistake. All right. I love that. I love that. <laughs>